Welcome to the Bravo Papers, a safe space for all us Bravo fans who love to analyze, deconstruct, and talk about our favorite Bravo shows ad nauseum. There's no such thing as overanalyzing or reading too much into your favorite Bravo shows and Bravo celebrities here. So join me, Bravo and Botox, as I find the depth amongst the shallow. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bravo Papers. Today, I have a very special guest from the Reality Bites podcast. And my guest today is Betsy, am I right? Or Lauren? Lauren, I'm sorry. Lauren. I just saw the two hosts and I was like, wait. <laughs> no, 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 you're totally fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fine. My no, apologies. you're fine. Lauren is here. No, um, no, 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 no. And she's amazing. And she's going to talk to us about Bravo News. <laughs> and Lauren, can you tell me a little bit first about your podcast and about what you do and just kind of like give the audience a little yeah. something? A little background? A little story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm a producer in reality TV. I've been producing, I would say, probably like 11 years. Um, and Whoa. this last year has been a little slower. Work has been kind of slow. Mm-hmm. So I have a podcast called Reality Bites, where my best friend and co-host, Betsy, we recap and bring you a little peek behind the curtain, both from my POV as a producer and her POV as a viewer, which is fun because we get to juxtapose that, which, you know, I think the the lens of the viewer is really important. And then also kind of just giving you a little bit of backstory on yeah, totally. like how, how the sausage is made. So yeah. do you mind me asking? Um, yeah, we have a good time. Do you mind me asking what shows you've worked on? Are you allowed to say? No, God, I am allowed to say. Okay, what shows? What Bravo shows? Um, have you I've worked, worked on. on oh, <laughs> um, I've worked on Million Dollar Listing. I've worked on Southern Charm. I well, it's not Bravo, but it's in the it's in the um, what's it called? The uh, not the neighborhood, Jesus. The, the uh, Bravo the Sphere. House. The family, my God, the family. Yeah, um, on Eve called Cavalry. Okay, um, I've yep. done Top Shot. I did I Am Kate. I did mm-hmm. a Kardashian spinoff. What else have I worked on? I did a new show. Um, I think it's called Oahu. I can't remember. I think it's, it's still working on the name, but it's, it was shot in Hawaii last year. That was my last show that I And then what else? How was it? How was it working on um, Southern Charm? Fun and exhausting. Oh, I bet. Um, <laughs> I need a lobotomy after. <laughs> a lot of psychotherapy. Um, well, Butrin, um, Ativan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's it's a lot of fun, but it is a lot of work. I'm sure. I mean, yeah. as a viewer, what would you think it would be like to work on it? I would think it would be a ton of work, long days, because it's not like a nine to five type of job. Like you have to record when they're doing things and they're going to be doing things. I know. Evenings, weekends. I think that cast in particular is, I think it's probably the hardest show I've ever worked on in terms of the cast specifically. I'm not surprised by that. Right? Yeah. They just, they seem difficult. Yes. They're also just really I mean, I think this is going to be rich saying this. They're also really incredibly smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they're just, 
used to how everything's done. Mm-hmm. And it's not not to say that I'm trying to like manipulate or we trying to do that, but anything that you suggest, anything that we have planned to do sometimes at the time, because I wasn't on it this last season that's airing right now. But they're very kind of sometimes can be paranoid. Like, oh, what does this mean? Like, what are we doing? Oh, I'm going to lunch with her. Why? What's going on? It's just lunch. That's why it can be hard. You know? Okay. So. That makes sense. And yeah. would you say, like, how real would you say reality TV is? I mean, I would say it's pretty, it's pretty honest from, okay. I mean, my perspective of like what I've done. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, some things can change from time to time. Like, I just described this recently on our podcast where I was answering one of our listener questions and what I was ex- describing to them is that the scenes and the intention and don't change. So whatever the narrative is, is what it is. Now, sometimes certain things are cut down for time and music is added. So sometimes the tone feels like it shifts. Maybe the scene was a little bit more jovial, but but what you're seeing is you see you see happiness and you see jovial, but it's not, it's a little heavier. Mm-hmm. So that can change but for the most part from my personal experience it's I think it's pretty accurate I would say when I like worked on The Bachelor that was a little bit of a different story um (laughs) there's villains and like there's these people you know there's certain types of tropes whereas when I worked on that I didn't feel that that person was the villain and then I see that they're like the villain on TV but I would say for the most part especially like in the NBC universal family that doesn't mean other shows haven't like other cast members i don't want to invalidate maybe their experience but oftentimes especially on shows that i've worked on they feel it's different once it's edited and it's put out there but the reality is that's how it happened Mm -hmm. yeah i mean (laughs) that's kind of nice to hear because a lot of them try to use editing as an excuse for asshole behavior and we're kind of like correct like I have a cast member an old cast member of mine who is feeling a little bit like that right now currently um <laughs> so my response was like it is what this, and it is what I saw so I was like this is what I saw this is what I'm thinking they want my opinion on it and um I don't <laughs> there's nothing it's not any different but but it is easy as a cast member I think sometimes to go down that well it's not exactly how it happened and it's also not to invalidate that experience because their perception is going to be different. Mm-hmm. They're going to feel it wasn't that way, even mm-hmm. though it was. I think very much similarly to us normies, when we get into a fight, we're like, I didn't yell, I didn't scream. The other person's like, well, yes, you did. Right, it's, it's similar, perception. Exactly. Um, I think some cast members are a little better than that than others. Some people mm-hmm. will absolutely it to it being exactly the way that it is. And I think the others who tend to probably fall into some shit are the ones that probably argue <laughs> that it's not exactly the way that it that it was. Um, and I would totally argue differently that it absolutely is. Right. So, so kind of like Raquel slash Rachel, sort of. Yes. She's very much yes, blaming so production. Oh, no, not on that show. I don't think I'm not. I mean, look, I I would say that Vanderpump is probably one of the best trained cast and one of the most honest shows that that is out there yeah I think that's why it's so successful it it truly is I say this all the time it is the best produced reality show from top to bottom there -hmm. are no seasons that are really like when you think there are no seasons that are bad um Mm -hmm. I think some would argue season eight was bad maybe season nine COVID but I think from door to door that show is really good 
but it's also had the same producing staff the entire time for the most part. And I think okay. that, that matters. Uh, it's really good. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty so, Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into some news topics. So usually I'll go through like the biggest news of the week. Okay. Um, there hasn't been anything like wild this week, but there's been a lot of like shows wrapping up and then new shows coming. So uh, there mm -hmm. was like a crazy couple days where it was like, here's the trailer for this. Here's the trailer for this. Here's the trailer for this. And I was like, oh my mm -hmm. God, there was like Beverly Hills, Too Miami, much. Married to Medicine. Like it was a, it was a lot. Um, but <laughs> OC wrapped up, so at least that takes something off of our plate. Uh, but what did you think of this yes. season of Orange County? And I just wondering your thoughts on Jen calling Tamara a cheater at the reunion. And then the picture was kind of circulating of Tamara, Eddie, and her ex, Simon, so that yeah, they I were all that. together. <laughs> So what did you think about that? Um, I think the season as a whole is pretty solid. I think if we Same. had to compare it, yeah, from last season, I mean, Noelle and Jen were losers. Sorry. But like, that was not <laughs> fun. I think it's solid, solid cast. I'm sure there's, you know, there's always room for improvement. I would like the cast to stay this way and I want to see them again next season. What do I think about the cheating? I think Tamara definitely cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I think that. I just feel like the, I think the marriage was over very much in the same way for Jen. The marriage was over. It was done. She cheated. I think that's also why Tamara was very quick to say, like, I don't give a fuck that you cheated. Like, that is not, that is not my, that's not my dog in this fight. Mm -hmm. um, but Jen's, I think Jen's just pissed off because Tamara came after her really, really hard. I think, oh, I think Tamara was all over the place this season. I think we saw old Tamara and I think we were hoping to see a newer, like more improved Tamara. And we kind of didn't. She kind of went back to the old tricks. But I also think a lot of that is because she wanted to get her footing. She didn't know, was I going to be liked? Was I not going to be liked? Where where do I fit? I think she kind of said as much at the reunion. But she was, I love Tamara. And I am a Tamara fan. But she was kind of insufferable a little bit this season. Um, yeah. It just was a lot. She was the start of everything. She was in the middle of it fucking all. She was the reason why everything was a mess. She was the reason why the telephone game was awful all of it all of it all of it all yeah. of it and then shannon gets on her like they get together and the two of them together i just don't want to see them together anymore i would like to see <laughs> tamra hang out with other people right yeah i think like if tamra cheated on simon i'm just kind of like i don't really care because simon was just yeah such an asshole and he was like very controlling and like i think he was like emotionally abusive and manipulative so it's hard oh, for yeah. me to have a lot of sympathy for him and granted Same. fine she shouldn't have cheated but like like you said i think the marriage was over so i don't think it's like that big of a deal um i also yeah. think it's like jen i understand though jen still technically has a point like tamra's kind of being hypocritical but i agree with you tamra you know, I'm a Tamara fan, not because I like like who she is as a person. I just think she's good at being a housewife. Yeah. And I exactly. think she yeah, and she did a great job. I mean, everyone's like, this season is so amazing, but I hate Tamara. Get rid of her. And I'm kind of like, you can't have it both ways. Part of the reason the season was really good can't. was because of Tamara. So it it's fine. She's fine with being a villain and she likes being a villain. She doesn't care if people don't like her. 
So let's just let her do it. No, <laughs> yeah, she really actually doesn't. She doesn't care at all. And we have these things called focus groups where at the end of the season or throughout the season, they're they're watching it and they're giving their, um, it's kind of like Nielsen ratings. So they're giving their opinions mm -hmm. and every cast member at the end of the season will, will end with a certain percentage. So obviously like if you're in the 90th percentile, everyone loves you. And then there's people who are at the, at the bottom will be in the 20th or 30th percentile. And oftentimes those are the people that everyone just kind of despises, but even those low scores are necessary for the show. So right. you can have a low focus score and you're just not right for the show. But then at the same time, you can have a low focus group score, but without you, you'd have nothing. And that's kind of a camera. Yeah, totally. And yeah, that's kind of how I feel about like the whole cast of the new Roni is like most of them. I like, I love like, to hate the show almost like I love watching it to like kind of make fun of it but you know yeah. yeah it's one of those things but what about Potomac do you watch Potomac I do watch Potomac okay good um, so let's talk about the <laughs> yeah. the trailer because the trailer came out and then and the trailer looks or no did the trailer come out for Potomac or am I did I make that up in my head it did no it did no, no, okay no, it did it there's so many trailers okay, I, I can't even <laughs> I can't even keep them straight. It, it did. It came out two weeks ago, which feels like it didn't come out because the other ones came out all out. Yeah, it was just a lot. Now it looks great. And yeah, yeah. Tasha, Tasha Kay, who was sued by Cardi B for defamation and lost, um, she has come out with a, I don't know, an accusation against Chris Bassett saying that he's having an affair on Candace. And that the woman yeah. he's having an affair with sent his uh, dick pic and other things to her so that she's seen them all. Where do you stand on this? Do you believe it? Mm. Or do we think this is, you know, BS? What do we think? It's so hard to say, but I think that where there's smoke, there's fire. Especially okay. with this one. He was kind of absent. Then I'm curious, like, what the what of it is. I... As much as I don't want it to be true, because I like Chris, I think that there's been, I definitely think that there's been like ups and downs in the relationship as far as like not spending probably as, as much time together, really being kind of not connected. I think we saw that last season, even yeah. though, even though we see Candace like really supporting her husband and standing up for him based on the other allegations that have nothing to do with this. I wouldn't, the thing is, I'm not shocked by much anymore. And I think that there's probably a little truth to this. Now, I did see that there was like paperwork out there that says that he paid for her to have like an abortion or something like that. Is that real? Uh, I, okay, so from <laughs> what I've see seen, yeah, I did. From what I've seen, it's been proven false or that the paperwork. Okay, it is false. Uh, that, that's, what I, that's what people have said, that it's like kind of like paperwork you could like download from the internet and forge mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But, you know, all that being said, like, I don't know if I believe all this, like, proof that Tasha Kay has on her yeah. whatever, but that doesn't mean that it's not true, even though she's maybe not the most reliable, because the only thing that makes me think it's true is that Candace and him haven't really said anything, and they are usually mm -hmm. so trigger happy with Twitter or social media. Like, when something, when there's a rumor, they're always, like, not true, or they'll just come out and talk about it. So that's a little suspect mm -hmm. to me. It's been kind of mostly silence from them. And then I've just heard other like rumblings on the street of, you know, that he flirts with people, 
and I don't know. So it's just, it's not looking great. It's not. And I'm with you. So I think there's a little bit of truth to this. The other stuff I wasn't necessarily leaning into and being like, that's absolutely true. Just because that's a very heavy accusation to be made. Um, But he does work in restaurants and bars and late night. I mean, there's just, there's, look, there's, there's latitude and there's room for this to absolutely be something that is true. And I'm with you because they haven't said anything. And Candace is always the first and really Chris too, the first to say something and no one has said a word. Right. And then speaking of relationship issues, so Mia's husband, Gordon, did this weird interview on TMZ. I don't know if you saw this, but he's like, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's wacky over there. It's wacky. He's like, Mia married me for my money. Can you believe that? As though anyone didn't already know that. (laughs) He's like, expects us all to be shocked and appalled for him and with him. And I'm like, and like, in my point of view, I'm like, dude, if you didn't know that, then you you're an idiot and you deserve to get taken to the bank. Well, isn't there mute cute that she was serving him lobster and steak at a strip club? Yes. Okay. Just want and then they that had mean, sex. That doesn't mean. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. And then they had sex on the beach while he was still married. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Not everybody who works at a strip club is look is after somebody's money. However, given what we know about Mia, given their meet cute, and then given yes that they had sex on the beach. I mean, yeah. I don't, there's only so many you know trajectories this world is gonna go down. Well, <laughs> I mean, and I just feel like he's. He wanted like a hot young wife that he could have as like his like arm candy. And she wanted a mm-hmm. guy that was going to take care of her financially and security and all that, especially given like the way she grew up. She had a tough childhood, all that. So it's kind of like you both had like a mutual um, interest. So Agreement. you can't get mad yeah. now. I just like, I don't know. I don't have a lot oh. of sympathy for him. <laughs> no, I neither do I. Not Gordon not gordon well and do you <laughs> but think... i do can't i can't believe that... no no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say that she basically serves him with divorce papers on camera so i'm <laughs> just like this i also think that's a lot of the reason why he's so upset yeah that makes sense and but mia like i don't know like i don't like she's not like one of my favorites but i do like her on the show because she'll do shit like that and she is entertaining mm-hmm. like she will bring it and she's really entertaining she's so entertaining even like she's not always meaning to be um it's just some of the stuff like her confessionals are pretty funny um now i saw that the girls took mia out for like a cheer her up dinner and it was like giselle robin mia ashley basically all of them except wendy karen and candace so that to me was a little bit like that. Yeah. I'm just a little bit, oh, I don't want it to be like teams the whole season, but it seems like it's going to be. What do you think about that? I got to be honest. I am not really looking forward to the season of Potomac. Yeah. I am and I'm not only because I, I am because I miss them, but I'm not only because it feels very divisive and the divisiveness feels like it's not authentic in how they're going to be telling their own story. It just feels like everything kind of has, it kind of has, um, the divisiveness is propelling them to tell certain narratives a certain way. And I felt like it was like this last season. It was really tiring to watch. Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, so let's move on a bit to the one that you are very familiar with, Southern Charm. Yes. (laughs) So Taylor 
says she has a new boyfriend named Gaston. Um, not to be confused with the villain from Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> but that she's very happy with him. But then I also saw her on Watch What Happens Live. Um, and she admitted that she did send the photos to Whitney. She says, though, they mm -hmm. were not nude photos. They were risque photos. Um, yep, um, but she didn't deny that they said, like, come one, come all or whatever. So there's that. And then the other thing I wanted to say about Taylor is that... <laughs> I never thought I'd be talking about Taylor so much, but is that her her and Shep are like trying to like be friends on social media. Have you seen this? And yes. it's very cringe. Like she tagged him in a story where she's reading a book upside down. And she's like, I guess it's mm. like an inside joke. And she's like, this is how you read, right, Shep? And like tagged him. And then he like reshared it. And it's just, that. it's just very Wait, cringe. I, I don't know. Okay, I saw it. I didn't see it like with my own eyes. I saw, well, I did, but I didn't see it when it was happening. But somebody screenshotted it and put it on Reddit. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just to me, it really seems like she's still into him. What do you think? Um, okay, <laughs> well, I think it was a very hard breakup. And I think that she was mm -hmm. very connected, very long time. Um, I'm not surprised by that picture. I think that there was this. I think that there was this, I don't even want to say in the underbelly, but their relationship was very like, you know, he's very smart, you know, Chef is always like very cerebral and he's very intellectual. And I do that there are aspects to her that are because she's younger than him, she's just not aware of certain historical facts. I think that there's like a running, maybe like a little bit of a running joke that I feel like it's taken a little too far with her not being as like smart or, you know, she's just like a little doe-eyed. Um, I'm not surprised that she posted that. I wish she hadn't just because it feels like she, in the name of, you know, being funny, she's kind of putting herself down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Do I think she's still in love with him? I think that she might still be very much in love with the ideology of their relationship. I'm not surprised that she's also dating somebody new. I, she's very sweet, but I also think that this is like a lot for her. I think also losing her brother this last year, I think. I mean, look, what I'm seeing on the show, have, knowing her so well, she's just kind of a fucking mess. Like, it is, it's not normal. Not, I don't want to say normal, like, we're all, like, have normal qualities to us, but kind of just based on what she stands for and who she is, yes, I think that she's absolutely going through it, much like all of us have in breakups. And it's just not, it's kind of, like, unbecoming because she throws Olivia under the bus. It's just, like, a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally I agree. I think she's going but, um, through yeah, it, like you said. Yeah. I think she's still kind of a little bit, yes, it, it connected to that, like, love of his. Right. And I think that she is, I think because she is young, like, she doesn't know how to handle the breakup. So she's just kind of, she's spiraling, like, big time. Um, the, the, so. the nude photo thing is, like, a big spiral, especially, like, to be sending it to his friends. That's crazy. I, it's so crazy because I was, I, somebody texted it to me. Not not the photo, not the photo. Um, the, that this had happened. And I was like, wait, what? No. Well, and then he yeah. showed it to his mom. <laughs> I I wonder if he showed it to his mother. Or just told her. I don't think he was like, hey, mom. I, I mean, if he did, let me put it to you this way, because Whitney's probably one of my favorite. If he did, it wasn't like, mom, look what I got. It was very much like, oh, my God, I can't even fucking believe this. Right. He probably showed it to somebody else first, and then it just kind of became fodder. Yeah. Which, like, he shouldn't be doing that, obviously. Um, Especially, you know, 
knowing that like she sent it to him and he didn't have her permission so obviously but i could see him showing it to his mom like oh my god this girl's so thirsty like you know whatever i could see that okay so the next thing i want to ask you about is maybe my favorite topic um i don't know why i'm so obsessed with hating roni the new roni but it's like I like love to hate it almost like I actually look forward to it every week more than any other show right now, which is really like effed up. Um, I don't know why. I want to be you though. No <laughs> lie. I detest. I'm like, oh God, I got so excited. I'm like, oh, cool. We have reunion. We'll, we'll recap this week. And then I was reminded, no, no, it's the finale. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I, I envy you because I want to hate watch it. And I guess I kind of am, but just like, uh. I think I think Aaron and Sai are just so bad at being housewives that I'm entertained by how bad they are at it. And the whole group is just trying so hard that I don't know. I just I just find it entertaining for some reason. But OK, so let's talk about Sai because okay. so Sai did like an interview. She doubled down on how she treated Jessel all season and basically mm -hmm. was like, no, I wouldn't change anything. I still see it all the same as I did. And then she also like, okay, I'm going into my camera roll because I saved a couple of these, but in her stories, so basically in like replies on, I don't know if this is on Instagram. Okay. Somebody mm -hmm. said, did you really, so you know how there's rumors that she stole her husband? Yeah. Okay. So somebody said, did you really steal your husband? Say it ain't so. And she replied, I just heard this info today and honey, I'm invested. This tea is piping hot, but let's see this boy math play out. I, I don't even know what that means. And then somebody asked again on a different, on, um, TikTok, And she replied with the, with, I'm going to let the internet figure out this boy math because I'm invested in this story. The tea is oh, hot, yeah. honey. Yeah, like I just, he's just that? making no sense. And then she's on her Instagram stories, like just like making jokes about like, oh, you know, like a meme with Victoria Beckham saying like, oh, this is me, like how me, the way that I came after Jessel, like, but I don't care. And you guys and all the DMs you sending me are so funny. So it seems like she does care. And those replies were just wild. So tell me what you think. <laughs> as a producer who has worked with cast members <laughs> care and quote don't care she fucking absolutely fucking cares oh yeah uh, it's it is the biggest it's the biggest offender like for instance ugh, he's gonna come out for me i hope not also <laughs> is the biggest offender of this he doesn't want to care and he cares he's like can i should i respond i'm like do not respond do not play into it but i should fight for myself no you should not fight for yourself because you're never going to win they're going to make fun of you this is the same it's like you absolutely care and it's okay to care it's oh it's okay to feel that way but she doesn't want to admit that either right and she's bringing even more attention to it and That's right and i mean it really seems like you know i'm not one who's like going to believe every word on the street rumor that's out there however there's a lot of kind of I don't know it's kind of circumstantial evidence I guess but there's a lot like people dug into like her old like video blogs where mm. she contradicts like the timeline of when she got married her marriage certificate says a different date than what she told people on Bravo so there's a lot of weird 
shit happening and then she's acting like she doesn't care yet she's responding to comments so like you said she obviously does care i i don't think she's going to be back next season what do you think i think they're going to bring them all back even size size the only one i feel like they're not going to bring back well because i don't know if jenna's going to come back i think it'll be dependent how about that if jenna decides to come back then yes i think that there it is a likelihood that they will they will relieve Sai of her duties. If she doesn't, I can see a world where they bring her back. I just think she needs to be kind of like a friend of. Mm-hmm. And I think we lean more into Uba. And then mm-hmm. maybe add one new housewife. I think, for me, I don't necessarily give a shit whether or not she married her husband when she did and didn't. For me, it's more of, I, I focus more on like the authenticity they bring to the show. And there are things and aspects to her that I think that she's not necessarily telling the truth on um like necessarily how she got here and that's okay but we need to see more of that she doesn't really add much to me to the show i totally Um, agree outside of like the drama or like the pettiness but at that point it's not it's not adding texture to the show it's actually taking away from the show and it just feels kind of dark yeah i think that Sai. i totally agree i think i don't think she's gonna get kicked off the show because of this possible like you know stole someone's husband whatever i think she's gonna get kicked off because she's not good at it like she's just not good at reality tv she doesn't share anything authentic in my opinion besides maybe telling us about like her mom but besides that like she she's just she's not fun to watch she's a villain but she's bad at being a villain much like fun no she's not and she's not likable you know if she was a good villain and interesting and like and like i feel like she just has this contrived personality of like i'm always hungry i need my own toilet paper it's like she's using props and these little like fake things to try and you know connect with the audience and it's really just not working um the food thing feels interesting to me and i think that it's so consistent throughout the season that i'm led to believe there's more to it than it being a joke yeah i think if anything <laughs> it's like the opposite of her eating a lot i think like you know all these people who don't eat and talk about food nonstop. Right. that's you know and i'm not trying to shame anyone but that's often indicative of eating disorder or disordered eating behavior but right. anyways i i'm not here to diagnose though but <laughs> no, no no that's how i feel too but i do think that there's something more to just you know peel back that layer a little bit yeah and it could be partly because Aaron also sucks at hosting parties and being a hostess and serving people enough food. Cause I don't think Aaron really eats a lot, to be honest. No. I think Aaron's and, probably on like some really strict diet. And also some housewives, because I've worked on a housewives type of a show called Texacanas. They don't like eating on camera. It's just like a thing. Like a lot of women don't, don't like eating on camera. It messes up their makeup. It's a whole thing. So sometimes I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. And they get and because they're new. So a lot of this is tied to there being them being brand fucking new that mm-hmm. a lot of anxiousness they they just tend not to eat um so it has sometimes that has to do more with that yeah and okay so we saw the the trailer for the reunion which was kind of boring unfortunately i'm still excited about it but because <laughs> i don't know i have this weird like obsession with this show now but what did you think about the trailer i just felt like nothing happened well okay (laughs) so i um 
executive producer and Betsy did an episode without me the other day. And when they'd asked me if I'd seen the Roni trailer, I was like, wait, that's out already? I know I had not. And so they both asked me, they were like, can you watch it? And then we want your honest opinion. We don't want to tell you anything about it. And I said, okay. So I put it on and then I finished and I was like, I, this is, there's no story. There's nothing to this reunion. Um, they're gonna, it, to me, it was a montage of sound bites, which mm-hmm. is nothing. To me. It was just like, I said this, I said this, I said this, but we can't tell why they're saying it. The con, like the t- the context, where it's coming from, what what argument or discourse they're having in the moment, which is typically we can, you know, we can usually ascertain from other um, with other trailers. Like we'll know, like if Tamara says something, like oh, obviously this is a Jen segment, or obviously this is a Heather segment or vice versa. This was just sound ups. It was just sound ups of things that they said and sound bites. And that was it. I, I'm scared that there's absolutely fucking nothing at this, uh, at this reunion. Well, yeah, I mean, just exactly what you said. And the fact that those were the best sound bites that they could pull is kind of frightening. I, I like, okay, I guess it was kind of interesting, like Uba saying that Jenna plays victim on camera, but in real life, she's like powerhouse. That was probably the most interesting mm-hmm. thing that came out about that. But even that, like, I'm like, did it feel disjointed? It felt like, where's this coming from? Right. And it also felt like we kind of know that a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. we know it's also, it's the group's fault. The only reason Jenna has come off victimy is because the group keeps. And by the group, I mean like Bryn and Aaron and Sai keep forcing everyone to share their traumas. And then if they don't share it, they berate them about how they're not being real enough. And then if, yeah, and then when they cry, it's not enough. And then they have to cry more. And like, they're the ones who kept pushing Jenna into it and all of them. Well, I think they created this because she did into the show. They put her, they put her on the pedestal. Yeah. And then therefore they're like, well, if we know this, this is how I, I think it happened. Like, if we know this much about Jenna because she's famous, then what what do we find out about her on the show that we don't already know? And therefore, we see the pushing of the of the trauma bonding and mm-hmm. the need to be vulnerable. And somehow they equate vulnerability to crying. And I, it was just a lot. Yeah. So yes, I don't I don't think we learned anything else in that moment with Uba saying that. I just don't think that this reunion is going to be great. Um. Well, <laughs> I'm excited to hate watch it. Yes. Um, by the way, same. I, I love Jessel, so I'm excited to support Jessel. Same. Very excited. Because she's the only one who comes off authentic. And I think the reason she comes off authentic is because I don't think she has like the she just doesn't have the personality where she's good at trying to manipulate things. Like she just she can't do it. Like she just can't mm-hmm. do it, which is what makes her so watchable. Like I think even if she tried to like put on her persona. Which I do think she tried to, but it just never works. Like she just it doesn't work. It doesn't work no. for her. She can't do it, which is why she got caught up in that whole like Tribeca thing. And <laughs> she just can't do yeah. it. And then I think she just leaned into who she is, which is why it shifted for all of us. Exactly. Got it. This is just Jessel. And we like her. And we were sick of seeing everybody else like just come after her for like the weirdest things. So what did you think um, about the Beverly Hills trailer while we're talking about all these trailers? Because we saw Kyle and Mauricio kind of getting into it. And apparently, like I was reading the little paragraph descriptions, Dorit got robbed again. Okay. What do you think? 
Okay. I want to start with the Dorit robbery first. Yes. I love Dorit. She's very much like a Jethel to me. Oh, I she's love- so Jethel. They are the same. They are the same. It's like the things that they say and you're just like, what? Whatever. I love you. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this? What is this? The third burglary? Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time aligning with this. And <laughs> I don't want to be that person that says like, this feels something's not right. But something didn't feel right about the last year, the bur- burglary. And I didn't know this happened again. Um, their house got flooded last year. So another insurance thing. Mm-hmm. There just seems to be a lot. And I kind of want Dorit not to be with PK anymore. If I'm being completely honest, I want her to separate herself from him. I love them both. There's something, something feels a little dirty behind the scenes. And I just feel like, I think Dorit, I want Dorit to separate herself from that. We're going to see her turn into an Erica Jane. And I really don't want that. Oh, wow. Do you, I mean, yeah, no, I, I agree actually. Okay. No, like, I, I just, it's a good, it's a good kind of, com- it's like Erica Jane on a smaller scale. Yes, 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 yes. Now I think my issue is that I think that she's, okay, I think she's for real traumatized and that the whole break-in thing happened to her and she believed it was all real uh-huh. and that it was a random break-in. But I think it was a targeted thing and that PK was maybe supposed to be there or whatever and that's why i think he's not as like shaken by it and and i think that whatever everything else that's happened flood additional break-ins i think it's all gambling debts and Mm -hmm. for insurance money to pay off gambling debts because he's you know from what i've heard he's like got a serious gambling problem he owed like he owes people money and like when you owe people that amount of money, yeah, they're going to come and get it. And, you know, so I just feel like I, I agree with you. Like as much as like, I kind of like them, I want him, I want them to separate. Cause like, he's putting her in danger. I think so. And that's not, it's not right. And just the comment that he made in the preview, like about her trauma, get it being like kind of annoying him. Did you see that? Um, fuck off. Yes, I did. <laughs> I could not believe he said that. Also, I found it really interesting that he didn't tell her that he got pulled over in Malibu. And here's the yep. thing. If you get pulled over in Malibu, it's no fucking joke. The only reason why he didn't go to jail is because he's PK. Yeah. I'm very familiar with the area. You get away with fucking everything there. It's the same thing with Bella Hadid. Mm-hmm. When she got pulled over for drinking, it was very like, no big deal. They figured it out. I mean, it's just, it's the tale as old as time. I mean, wealth really can kind of get you anywhere or the perceived idea of wealth mm-hmm. can get you I thought it was really fucked up that he didn't tell her and I don't know why. So that leads me to believe that if he can lie to her about something as simple as a DUI that he didn't actually get in trouble for, he can lie to her about so many other fucking things. Just like the first burglary that just so coincidentally happened after Kyle. Like, really? That Mm -hmm. happened? Wow. In this small friend group, this microcosm, two friends got burglarized. Is it bling ring again or is there something going on? Yeah, I think that he... A lot of this is his fault. I do think Dorit knows about some, like, yeah. I think she's involved in some of the scamminess because I I have, I do think as a couple, they're kind of sketchy, but I don't think that she maybe knows like the extent to which he's in mm-hmm. and, you know, she's suffering some of the consequences. So I'm actually like, as much as Dorit like wasn't in the trailer that much, like she didn't have a huge role in the trailer. I'm kind of interested, especially because of Erica at BravoCon last year saying that she thought the next divorced couple was going to be PK and Dorit. I wasn't surprised though. No, I wasn't either. And she since walked it back and apologized, but there's a reason she chose them. Yeah. 
There is. Like, yeah, there's a reason. Like, even though actually technically Kyle and Mauricio ended up to be being the next one, but still. So what did you think of the stuff about Kyle and Mauricio in the preview? Well, it's interesting because I think with Scandival happening, it, everyone just kind of stopped either sleuthing or really like focused on like what was going on with Beverly Hills because it was filming at the same time. Right. And I I would say this probably like December of 2023 or maybe January. I thought something was odd with Morgan Wade then, maybe because I'm a lesbian myself. So I, when I saw the picture of all of them, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know who Kyle was with. Because mm -hmm. Kyle takes, she takes like a vacation every time she, right before she goes into a new season. That's her thing. So I just assumed she was just on vacation right before Beverly Hills started. I did see Morgan and I'm like, you know, I never want to judge a book by its cover. I never want to say that like, oh, somebody looks gay. But like, I just, it was energy, lesbian energy. Yeah. But I didn't think anything of it. I was like, oh, maybe she's like a friend of theirs. It is odd that she's much younger, but I was like, I don't know don't care well then like fast forward six months and this is a thing <laughs> and I'm like got it um I think you know one of our listeners asked us whether or not we thought we were gonna they if whether or not we thought the show was gonna cover Morgan and that relationship or whatever it is because Kyle's notorious for lying or not lying yep. but kind of but not showing at all and my opinion on that was not I think Betsy was like, yeah, fucking right. And I was like, they're going to cover it on the show. I, I feel it in my bones. I feel it in my gut. Yeah. I just don't know that because we're so consumed with Gandaval. We're not digging deep, but I guarantee it. So then when we see the trailer, I'm like, we absolutely are covering it because the women are, they, they get a sneaky suspicion that something else is going on. Now, since the day I stepped foot in LA, I've always heard rumblings that, you know, Mo has like his own thing and like Kyle maybe knows and it's like not a big deal. It's a very Hollywood thing to do. And a lot of people in Hollywood do it. Hmm. I've worked with Mo. He's so fucking great. He's so fucking nice. Now that doesn't mean he can't be a cheater and that doesn't mean Kyle can't be a cheater, but I just always saw them very connected with or without the stuff that people say about them behind closed doors. I think Kyle got tired. I think... Mauricio took it one too many steps. And I think, you know, when it's, when it's been in tabloids or there's been rumblings throughout the course of your marriage, especially being on Beverly Hills, you're just going to get tired of it. I, for me personally, I think it's one of those things where she was like, I, I did not want this out there. Like, I don't want people talking about this, but now this is, this has happened one too many times and I'm fucking, right. I'm kind of sick of that. So she kind of separated herself and then lo and behold, she's driving home in her Jeep on the way from doing her Hallmark movie, here's the song. And I think she just, yeah, you know, I think, I think yeah. there's something else on there as much as I was trying not to believe that. And I think Mo was feeling the, the repercussions of like, you know, I, I fucked around and I found out. Kyle yeah. told me so many times, don't let the shit get out there. And I did, and now I've lost my family in that yeah. way. I totally agree. I think, I mean, and I've said this from the beginning, from when this stuff hit social media, like, I think Kyle put up with this for a long time, as long as it didn't embarrass her, exactly. as long as it wasn't out in the pub, because that's what she cares about the most. But then I yeah. think like after a while, you just, like you said, you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't fucking care either because I'm so sick of it. 
And then, mm-hmm. yeah, she probably emotionally separated herself, met this other person, started to have those like excited feelings that maybe she hadn't felt in a really long time. And it's like new and exciting and all that kind of stuff. And and was just like, I'm done with this. I like I could totally see her kind of being like, you know, out of sight, out of mind with the cheating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, it gets to be a few too many times and that's it. And I yeah. Right. And it's like, it's really kind of sad because they do have like a beautiful family. I feel bad for their daughters. Like that scene they showed for like 0.2 seconds of the daughters all crying. That was rough. I will say that because I always feel bad for, you know, the kids, even if they are grown. It's just hard like to see your parents going through that. Right. They call it like gray divorce. When yeah. You're and it, it sometimes can be so much harder than yeah. when you're younger. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't think at that point, you're like, my parents are like going on seniors. You don't expect a divorce at that point. I totally, yeah, I agree. So I was surprised by how much of it they even talked about in the trailer. I'm very pleased because I was worried they weren't going to talk about anything. (laughs) And uh, I was like, oh, okay. I don't know who she's talking to in the trailer, but she's like, it's none of your business. And her eyes... (laughs) It's so big, and I was like, "Oh, that's how I know." Yeah, that's how I know. there's something going on. Yep. Here's the thing with Kyle, especially in her in her family, we all know the stories about Big Kathy. If anybody's oh, read yeah. House, okay. Oh, I'm doing a podcast series on it right now. <laughs> oh, okay, are you loving it? It's I'm I finished it, and it is it is wild. <laughs> it's wild. It's so wild. But Kyle was always taught to perfect image you hide everything and you yep. just figure it on your own you figure out you figure it out at home in private not out in public but i think that she still carries a lot of that mm-hmm. the same thing with kim never wanting to show that kim was an, an addict i think she tried for so long to try to kind of hide that and oh yes show that image and it's what destroyed their well it's not really what destroyed big kathy destroyed their their sisterhood but it is what causes the contention totally so what about um let's go what else do we have on our agenda there's a lot we could say about beverly hills oh yeah one last thing do you think mauricio does have a new girlfriend i don't i think okay because there was that dancing with the stars picture of him with that girl and his parents at dinner so it turns out that that's eduardo's girlfriend okay that's what they say i mean i don't know i i don't think it's his new girlfriend i don't know i feel like he's i don't think he would come out with a new girlfriend right away yeah i mean he did somebody did say that they think he's his dad is covering for him and that it is actually his new girlfriend oh so uh god who knows with these people but like i could understand why mauricio wouldn't be ready to share the new girlfriend with the world even though kyle is out gallivanting with morgan so i don't know i guess we will see um type but that's just me sorry she didn't seem like he was she was his type okay that's why i assume i mean i don't know it could yeah, be it could be but you yeah. never know maybe he wants it like she's quite different from kyle so maybe that's yeah. what he's looking for i don't know true also very true but one thing that i did want to talk about because this was pretty do you watch real housewives of new jersey i do okay so did you see this whole thing with joe gorga and the law firm yes he was pointing <laughs> up to the billboard and he was like see you guys <laughs> Yes. Okay, so it's hilarious. He's a, yeah, I mean, but yes. sketchy. Yeah, I feel like didn't Craig Craig Conover did the same thing? But Craig's at least a lawyer. There's a difference. Yeah, so Craig is like the name of a law firm, 
but Craig is a lawyer. He, even though he's right. not necessarily working those cases with Joe Gorga, on the other hand, he's the name and the face of a law firm, but in little tiny letters, he's like not a lawyer. Right. Why? Okay. So the Bravo docket. Okay. Um, they did. I'm just going to read you what they wrote because they did a great little breakdown. So if you didn't go to law school and pass the bar exam, can you be a partner in a law firm? Like most states, the New Jersey Bar Association opposes non-lawyer ownership of law firms. But Joe Gorga is a partner in a firm in Arizona, one of only two states that allow non-attorney partner, non-attorney law firm partners. There are seven partners in this Arizona firm, and it looks like only one of them is a practicing lawyer. Three of them are reality show cast members, a former NFL player, and two brothers who have law degrees but are listed as non-attorney partner on the firm website. And then they have pictures. Um, and then the American Bar Association has a little blurb about why this practice model is concerning. They say these and other restrictions in Rule 5.4 were considered essential for keeping lawyers independent in their legal advice and preventing the possibility of non-lawyer owners who might prioritize profits over mm -hmm. duties to clients. Yeah, so, it feels like yeah. a wandering scheme to me. Yeah, so thank you, Bravo Docket. <laughs> um, are we surprised about part. this? No, not at <laughs> all. Why is he always trying to get in a get-rich-quick scheme? Oh, a hundred. He's that's I his just, thing. Like, I know. And it's like the there's the stories about the renovations of homes he does, the project management. I'm like, why this is the type of shit though that I we never talk about on Jersey and it makes me mad. <laughs> me too. Like, we never talk about him, his shady shit and Melissa's shady never. stuff. Never. And it's like as much as I think that Teresa was insufferable last season, and there's a lot of times where I feel like she doesn't take accountability. I feel though is if we're gonna if we're gonna dissect and peel back all the layers of Teresa Judice and show everything from prison to halfway house to home, then we need to be doing the same with Joe Gorga. And I feel like oftentimes we kind of skirt around um the accountability and all of that on that show. Yeah, well, and I think the big thing is that Teresa is like Teresa's just she's kind of like how Dorit and Jessel are like she almost like mm -hmm. just can't help just being who she is because I don't even think she's like smart enough to be manipulative so and that's kind of why she got caught because she's just so yes. like doing it all on camera like paying with cash but the thing the reason that stuff keeps coming out about Teresa is because like I said she's not necessarily like savvy enough to cover it but Joe and Melissa are street smart they're savvy mm -hmm. And I kind of like, I see them as sort of con artists and yeah, they're very bit. good at deflecting. They're very good at spinning stories. And I don't even think Joe really works. Like I'm just, this is just my opinion, everyone. I don't even think, yeah, I don't even think Joe really does a construction business. I think it's all for show. He might do like a random project here and there, but the majority of that family's income is the show and like sponsored stuff on social media that's why yeah. i think they so they will be in big trouble if they lose their contract i don't know what they'll do yeah i don't know what they'll do either i mean melissa <laughs> probably makes like nine hundred thousand dollars on that show and joe definitely gets paid even though he's a husband he gets paid for something either a day rate i i'm not clear but he definitely gets paid there's no way he doesn't um and i know that for certain just based on other people who have worked on the show I don't know what they'll do, but nothing ever seems solid. Like I know that 
with Teresa, sometimes it feels like some of the things that she gets involved in seem like the same, where she's just trying to like get her head above water and get money and, and all that. But it still feels legitimized. Whereas every time I hear something about Joe, I'm just like, but if we peel back the curtain a little bit, like really what's behind there? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what he does. We never see either of them really work. And I'm sorry, Envy is not is not the breadwinner no. of that family. Like, let's no. Her clothes are expensive, but that's not clothing and restaurants. Like every time somebody opens one of those on a on a show, it always gives the appearance that there's an income or there's you're going to you're going to be making a lot of money. But in industries that are the least the they they're the least profitable. Right, and you know Teresa, like as much as yeah, sometimes it feels like she's like doing her head above water. I loved how you said that, but yeah. I know where her money comes from, like the show, her like partnerships with Shein, her podcast, her books, uh, you know, her books are still sell and whatever her now she has a cooking channel like it it's transparent, at least. So, yes. yeah, like yes, it yes, wasn't yeah. before when she got which is part of the reason she got arrested. But, you know, now it's transparent. So, OK, so on that note, um, since we're getting to the end. I just wanted to, this is like more of a quick kind of news topic, but I still wanted to see what you thought about it, which is Real Housewives of Miami trailer came out and people have been speculating that Lenny and his mistress have broken up because they have not been posting on social media. So what do you think of the trailer? And do you, what do you think about Lenny and his mistress? Well, I think the trailer is phenomenal. It's probably one of the best reboots. It is, it's so good. 10 it's out of 10. So, 10 out of 10. Um, one of the best reboots Bravo's ever had. I mean, at the time, really one of the only ones. And it looks just as good. I'm kind of sad that it's moving from Peacock to Bravo, if I'm being honest. But um, but I get do you think why that'll be? Do you think that'll be a big change? Like as a producer, like is that going to make a huge difference in the way that the show is? No, I, think, I don't think so at all. It's going to look the same. It's going to feel the same. We're just going to have commercial breaks. Okay. Because because the way that they edit it for Peacock, they edit the show with the intention to to air it on Bravo, which is why we have those little you'll see those little commercial breaks on Peacock. Um, what do I think about Lenny? I just think he's garbage. Am I surprised <laughs> if if his girlfriend broke up with him? No, because this is like him. This is his mo, and I don't think that Lenny's fun to be with. And I think there's not enough money that talks enough to be with Lenny. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. I don't what do I they're broken up probably or they're going through something i just oh, okay i i don't know I, I just don't think he's not fun to be with yeah i totally it agree matter. the first season the first seasons of miami from 10 years ago he was an asshole yep none of that has shifted he's still the same and i think that lisa god bless her i think that she um she put up with a lot and i think that mm-hmm. when you're married to somebody with that kind of it's easier to put up with that (laughs) yeah I mean I don't know I I wouldn't be surprised yeah in in one way in one way I would be surprised because I would think she would want to like lock it in and like have at least one kid so that she could like you know kind of be set up for life Mm -hmm. but then in another way you know I don't know nothing would surprise me these days however like I don't know if the lack of social media posts is enough proof I'm gonna need more to go on I think however if they did break up that would be such a good like karma moment because now Lisa has her like hot like tech guy that she's dating and oh yeah yeah so like Lisa's like got her own guy and you know I would love it if Lenny ended up like sad and alone but you know we can only hope (laughs) 
I know. So like, based on what you're saying, just on social media alone, I, it's just not, I get why people go to that so often to kind of fill in the blanks. But again, having worked on the shows and then seeing the social media, it just doesn't always tell you the complete truth. It's just facts. Mm. Um, I've people who don't post anything and people think that they're not together. Like for instance, no one thinks that Olivia and Austin actually dated. They really did. I, I know it's a weird thing to think, but they did. And it's the same thing with this. Like, I oh. don't think social media is, is a big, um, is a big clue as to maybe them not being together, but I wouldn't be surprised if they're not. You know what? I, I think you're right. And I think one thing that has happened recently is that the whole Kyle Mauricio thing, the writing was on the wall via social media and no one noticed it because of Scandaval. So I think now mm. everyone is like overanalyzing everything on social media because yeah, they're like, they we are. missed the Kyle and Mauricio thing. So we can't miss another clue, you know? Like I want to have an entire podcast episode just about how social media affects like what we think of on shows and stuff just because you should it's never really it's not a telltale sign it's just not i've known people who lie on social media and they think and everyone thinks they're together and they're actually not i've i've just have seen both sides of it social media is a great tool guys yeah great tool well this was so fun so thank you so much for joining i'm so i just want to say to the audience i know our audio might be a little bit lagged but i think we still were fine um and we had such yeah. and thank you so much because you brought such a different insight like from the producer point of view and i just love that and it was so course, fun anytime. to discuss it i you're my first guest on the new the bravo weekly news episodes i usually just do them oh alone. really yeah oh, so cool. i want to have people on more often because it's really fun to talk about the news with people so thank you so much yeah. but can you tell the audience like plug city tell them where to find you all that kind of stuff so that they can follow you and listen to your podcast guys we're on all platforms we're called reality bites you'll see our um our thumbnail it's like a big tv and it says reality bites and then you can find us on social media at reality bites podcast love it love it okay so thank you so much everyone and you are now in the know for everything bravo we'll see you next week thanks for listening everyone If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with a friend or a hundred friends, whatever you want. You can follow me on Instagram at the Bravo Papers or for my Twitter roundups, follow at Bravo and Botox. If you'd like to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash Bravo and Botox for some much needed caffeine support. And until next time, Keep overanalyzing Bravo.